I literally almost threw that diaper in the toilet. <laughs> That's called mom brain. I guess today I want to talk about life living in public housing. I know there's a lot of you out there who have lived in public housing, and so you already know, or you have an idea, and then there's some of you who have never lived in public housing, don't have any idea what we go through on a daily basis. I mean, I don't know, but let's just get started. Okay, so I've lived in public housing for four years now. When I very first moved in, um, there was a man living down below me. I live on the upstairs. There was a man living down below me. There was a black girl that lived downstairs, and there was a black lady that lived upstairs that just had a baby. Which the guy downstairs was black too, but that's not important at all. So, the lady across the hall who had just had a baby gave me a bunch of baby stuff because I was pregnant at the time. The guy down below me, pretty nice, just really didn't say much. Said, hey, you know, there's like normal things you say when a person moves in, but I'll get into that in just a little bit after I explain a few more things. Okay, so he's kind of minds his own business. The girl downstairs that has a baby, well, she has a little boy, and she's very young. Um, she is always standing outside trying to find people to come from Winston to hang out with her. She's all, basically all by herself. I don't know why she moved here from Winston, but she did. Okay, well, she doesn't stay long. She moves out. Right away, I find out the best part about living in public housing. People move out a lot. And when people move out a lot, they leave a lot. And when they leave a lot, boy, can you find some gems. Okay, I found a super cool wig. Um, I went up giving that wig to Kedra, and she wore that wig for a long time. I tried to wear it, but... I'm not black, so I'm not pulling off that hair. That hair was not for me. <laughs> but anyway, and you should have seen that wig when I found it. It was it looked like a big rat's nest laying in the floor. I took it home, brushed it out, put some product in it, made it nice and, you know, smooth, and that was a really nice wig. Okay, so that is the best part about poke housing. That's my favorite part. People move out, I get cool things. Okay, so we're living here. I'm living here. It's going good. And then somebody walks through my door with muddy feet. I'm not saying it was somebody I didn't know. I mean, it was somebody I knew, but I thought, okay, well, I need to clean my doorstep off because that's muddy and I don't want Halston to see that and, you know, be like, why do you have mud all over your doorstep? You need to sweep that off or whatever. I didn't know what to expect from, from these people. Okay, so I go get a cup of water. Only a cup of water. It's kind of cold weather outside at the time. Um, I take the water and I just pour a little bit on the doorstep. Take a brush with some soap and scrub it. And then I go get one more cup of water and I pour that on it. Well, I live upstairs. So, the guy downstairs' his door is right below mine. Well, him and his daughter, his daughter comes and she, uh, well, when we very first moved in, I believe 
that his wife still lived with him. And then one night we heard him arguing and she said, this is why nobody wants anything to do with you because you drank too much. And I know he drank because he would give us a beer every now and then or whatever. I don't know. We didn't drink it. but um, So he lives down there. His daughter comes and sees him. Well, that water I poured down there. He freaks out about it. He comes up here. He's like, it's cold weather. It's freezing weather. Um, you poured water all in front of my doorway. And my daughter could slip and fall. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, sir. I did not. I was not trying to, you know, I, I didn't think of that. So... I tell him, you know, I'm very sorry, it won't happen again, blah, blah, blah. Well, he doesn't talk to me for months. Okay, the girl next door that lives straight across from me, she moves out. And she gives me everything baby-wise she has to give me, and she's gone. She was a really nice neighbor for a while. Um, okay, so the girl downstairs below her moves out, and she moves out. Then... We got a druggy couple across the hall that is well known around this town and I'm so glad they moved out as quick as they did. Uh, then this other girl, I'm not going to say her name, I about did. This other girl that I went to school with, this redheaded girl, she moves in downstairs. Well, I'm like, okay, and Justin, Justin does not want me associating with the neighbors he doesn't want me getting involved with them as far as he's concerned he doesn't want them to know anything about us which is not me at all i'm a very friendly person i like to get to know people i like to know who i'm dealing with if things were to go wrong well crystals oh shit i said her name <laughs> well you don't know her last name so that's what's important okay so this girl she um she has two kids, and she gets me to watch them for her every now and then. That's cool. I'd rather them be with me than with her. She is on drugs. She drinks badly. She's had a really rough life. So, one day, we're out back, and I was, like, hanging clothes on the line or something, and she was standing out there smoking because she lived, she lived on the bottom, you know, so when she goes would go out to smoke, that's where she'd be. Well, there, she was pretty, I think she was drunk, but she probably was on some drugs, too. Huh. Okay, but anyway, I was looking at a red truck. Um, there was these kids playing basketball. And a long time ago, more kids used to come and play basketball down here that didn't live around here. They don't as much anymore. But point being, she sees one of them lay their phone down. Because they're playing basketball, I guess they don't want it to pop out of their pocket. So she goes, walks her happy ass down there, picks up their phone and says, Oh, I guess I found a phone. <laughs> well, they see it and they're like, Oh my God, that just, just stole my phone. So they go walking towards her. They're like, Hey, yo, you can't take my phone. Give me my phone back. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I found this phone. And she literally like holds it behind her back. She's older than me and I'm 29. And she's arguing with these little kids. Okay, so she's fighting with these kids. She clearly sees me standing there watching the whole thing. And she tries to involve me in it. She's like, you saw me. I found this phone, didn't I? And I was like, I am not getting involved in this. Well, that was only the beginning because she got worse from there. She had boyfriends who would come in and out and stuff. And they would have big fights, arguments, and everything. Well... 
one night she messages me and she says, Hey, um, me and what's his name have to go up the road and the kids are asleep. If I leave my phone laying here in the apartment with it on speaker, will you listen to my kids? And if one of them wakes up, will you come down here? I'll leave my door open, come down here and make sure they're all right. Well, my first initial thought was, okay, sure, that's fine. Yeah, I can do that. Well, she leaves, and then I start thinking about it. I'm like, well, her door's open. So that means that anybody could go in there and kidnap her kids. I feel weird going in her apartment anyway with her kids there sleeping, which, granted, they did not wake up. She did this twice. Both times she was gone for more than an hour. Sorry, i got to keep an eye out, make sure Justin doesn't come home. Well, he said he'd be here soon, but anyway... So, I'm like, mm, this is crazy because those kids should not be left like that. And if she's doing this now, I'm sure she's done this before. Well, it isn't long before she's in legal trouble and housing's wanting to kick her out and she's about to lose her kids. So, she loses her kids. I think that's crazy because, I mean, I hope this doesn't tell you who she is because most of most people wouldn't just right off know her, but she has two kids, a boy and a girl. One of them, the oldest one, is the child of a boy who died. Um, everybody in town loved this person. Um... They loved him. He was—he was not the best person in the world, but he was a kind. He was kind to most people, and he was friendly. And he wasn't very judging of people. Um, well, she lived near him. They like lived on this big long road to get dirt road together up in the mountains. And I guess that's how they knew each other and stuff. Well, he dies, and then everyone finds out that Crystal's having his baby. So it's like so cool that like a piece of him gets to stay here. And that boy looks just like him. Just like him. But she loses custody of him. And as far as I know, as far as I've seen, she has not got it back. So, I mean, it's sad, but that's what it is. But I don't want to spend all my time talking about that. Okay. So, she gets kicked out. Another couple moves in across the hall from me. They were like... A uh, young couple, they like to spend their money on car detailing. Um, the guy downstairs that was there when I, here when I moved in, he's he's been here the whole time. Okay. Well, about a year, year ago, not a whole year ago, but a while back, um, another couple moves in downstairs. Um, they're pretty young. Uh, they have a little boy. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You already know that who you are. <laughs> I ain't going to go into all that. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very happy with my neighbors downstairs right now. Justin is, like, still don't have anything to do with anybody, but I don't really care. I'm, uh, the people on the bottom across the hall right now are pretty crazy, okay? They're, you don't even want to go into that. Big old fat white woman. She likes to date around. She... She works at a convenience store up here, okay? These guys come in and she meets them. And then she will just date anybody. But normally she dates guys who want to take her money. Because right now she has a tiny little bit of it, I guess. Okay. 
Um, people across the hall, they're pretty nice, but that's not really the point. Okay, so now let me tell you about living in housing. For one, they do uh, inspections, which means they come into your house, they walk through, and they say, yeah, you need to clean your dishes, or you need to clean your refrigerator out. That is, right there is an invasion of privacy completely. Granted, they do give you advance, and right now where the virus has been going on, we haven't even had to worry about it because they're not coming in the units, but they will be again soon, so that's not going to last forever. Um, you can't have any repairs done without being responsible for paying for it. There are, there's a building out back and there's these ladies that work there. And it took me until just recently to realize that those ladies are not like staff of the housing authority. They're not, they don't work for them. But what they do do is they are spies for them. They work at a community center. So they do community stuff like help people find programs that would be beneficial to them. Uh, all kinds of stuff. But they're so snoopy. They find out every information they can about people. They watch people and they report back to housing. Now, I myself have kind of got myself in a pretty good position where they think that I'm a pretty good girl and that if they need my help, I will gladly help them, which I will, but I'm not going to rat anybody out and I'm not going to say anything that's going to incriminate anyone because I'm a firm, firm believer of do not do anyone any way you don't want to be done. I don't want people going down here telling them bitches shit about me. So you best believe I'm not going down there and telling them bitches shit about other people. Now granted, there was this girl named Hope that lived in apartments up, up here. And I took care of her damn kids for her. I'd like to tell that story on its own because it deserves its own story. Those, those sweet little girls deserve their own story. But she got kicked out and she left stuff in her apartment. And I want that stuff. Well, I want two things specifically. There's a bedroom set in there, like a dresser and a bed frame and new mattress and everything that her friend that moved in with her and then she ran her off left there. Then there's two bicycles, brand new bicycles, two brand new helmets that I gave that I got this guy to get these little girls. Well, she didn't want them to have them from the beginning, so... She left them behind. Well, I would like to be able to get them out of the apartment and get the bed set stuff. Because it's never hers anyway. And she was trying to sell it for drugs because she literally asked me. Do you know anybody who will buy this so I can get me some bleep? But, um, I really want that stuff. So what I've been doing is I've been telling Greta, the lady out back, you know, hope was this, hope was that. I want the stuff in her apartment. <laughs> And now I don't think of that as being like ratting on somebody because she's long gone. She's moved back to Winston-Salem. She's not going to be responsible for anything that happens here. And all of her shit in her apartment is going to be thrown away. So I don't see why if her 30 days are up and all the property in the apartment is no longer hers, they won't just let me come in and get it. Fingers crossed. That's what I'm hoping for. Which I know kind of doing this 
telling these stories and stuff is kind of like ratting on people. But I don't think of it that way because I'm not telling you who they are exactly. And I'm telling you just as much stuff about myself as I am these other people. So I feel pretty confident and even on that level. But I got to watch JJ. I got a lot of stuff to do to get this room cleaned up. I'm cleaning up my craft room because I got an interview coming up. And this is the room that we're going to be filming in. And it's going to be great. I hope it's really going to help me to feel like my voice is being heard in this situation. Um, you want to know what that situation is? Keep following me to find out more. And thank you all who are listening. I know I have one main listener. Um, shout out number one fan. And... I have a few other listeners. I'd like to know how I can know how many views I get on the other platforms like Spotify and stuff like that. All my podcasts are available on on all those platforms. But I don't think the counter counts them on Anchor. So I'm a little confused about that. So I don't really know how many views I'm getting or who else listening to me or what what the deal is. So... I don't know. Just keep listening. Hopefully it'll get better. Well, I feel like it has got a little bit better since I started, but, you know. Real quick, left a story out. Not super important, but there's some pretty crazy stuff that's happened around here. Cops get called fairly from time to time. It wasn't so bad a long time ago, but here recently it's gotten a lot worse. Um, right before I moved in, I heard a story. There was this lady named Rhonda who lived in the building beside me. And she had, like, boyfriends that were, like, rough people. Like, they were not good people. Okay? And apparently, she had one of them, one of her boyfriends was at her house spending the night. And her other boyfriend came to visit her. And when he came in and saw... The other guy in her house, he flipped up out. He took a baseball bat and beat the shit out of that guy. There was literally blood all over outside. There was blood up the side of the bricks and everything. Like, he nearly killed this guy. And that all happened, like, a few months before I moved in. Granted, they did not kick her out for that. Nowadays, it's kind of like your company, you bring them, you're responsible for them because that was Hope's issue. She would bring people here and then they would do things to cause trouble, like steal people's debit cards and shit. And then the cops would get called and then she would get in trouble for it with housing. They would be like, they're your company, you're responsible for making sure that your company does not do crazy stuff. Well, they didn't kick Rhonda out for that day. I, I don't remember what happened, but I know they were not as strict back then because there was a different lady running it. It all depends on who's running the show. Because the lady before, she let a lot of things go. She let me move into a three-bedroom apartment with one child and myself. And that's it. Granted, now, I live here with me and JJ and somebody else does not live here for all intents and purposes um 
but they hound me about it all the time constantly all the time i'm hearing you have a a male staying in your unit um we have observed uh this car sitting out here for this long i've literally been hearing that since the other lady quit and the new lady started um i know they know they know they have to but i keep denying it i'm gonna keep denying it and if i have anything to do about it it will be that way soon it'll be me and jj living here and no fucking body else fingers crossed sending my prayers up to the lord help me through this struggle i am going through where i don't know i'll talk about that some other time <laughs> but anyway